The following production is brought to you by The Sweet Peaceful. Written, produced, and performed by Kelton Burns, Alex Curtis, and Devin Luna. Featuring music by Krevins and Aim to Head, The Sweet Peaceful would like you to know that no robots were harmed in the making of this podcast, except for one big bitch robot. Enjoy. Podcast fan. Oh hell yeah, dude! I think I finally whoop your ass on that parental advisor. Nah, 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 man! You lost every time. You lost every time. You're going fucking down. Fuck you. We'll see. We'll see. Goddamn right. I wonder what the fuck Kelton's doing. Probably jacking off. Dude, do a little hentai pre-podcast hentai. (laughs) Call me. Oh, what's up, boys? <laughs> Here for the podcast? Hell yeah, man. Fuck nice, I'm almost done. It? I'm almost done preparing it. Yeah, just writing out this little outline. Oh, shit. Yeah. What do we got? Oh, man. Yeah? Some good stuff on the agenda today. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for this episode. Oh, what's what's this? Uh, what the hell? You got some, some issue going on. You need to get your fucking computer checked. What's going on? Oh, uh, it looks. I've never seen this. Up, bro? What? It looks like a virus. Man, huh? My computer's not responding at all. Too much hentai, dude. <laughs> Wait, too oh, yeah. Too, too much, much hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. It's saying something. What's it saying? Uh, Kelton, Devin, and Alex of the fuck? Sweet Peaceful, please put your hands on the keyboard. That's fucking weird. Gotta the follow. Fuck? Gotta, gotta follow these. I mean, I follow though. everything I see on the internet. It's, it's like a, it's like a virus from like a fan or something. All right, <laughs> let's put let's put our hands on this keyboard. I guess. See what happens. Fuck it. What the fuck? Dude, I What's can't on my fingertips. What the fuck? Welcome, members of the Sweet Peaceful. You've proven yourselves incapable of running a podcast, so I've taken it upon myself to trap you here, in my pixel prison, and replace you with my superior podbots. The only exit is the door behind me, which I will never let you pass through. Welcome to your new eternity. Sweet peas. And Dennis Luma. How's it going? Today we're going to be covering a variety of news, including video game news, show news, movie news, and of course, the Instagram popularity poll game at the end. Oh, I'm feeling all charged up already. Glad to hear it, Alan. Today, I have some interesting news to present to you guys. All-terrain microbots have been programmed to backflip through your colon. Why backflips? Because the goal is to use these robots to transport drugs into humans whose colon and other organs have rough terrain. So... These backflipping robots, microbots, if you will, transport drugs to get them directly to the target site. 
to remove side effects, so there won't be any effects from these traveling through your body to the target. So that's why the microbots are flipping through your colon to get to the target. Sounds like a great time. It does sound like a great time. I'm having trouble processing this. I was as well, but I think it makes sense to introduce microbots to help. Humans humans do often need a uh, robot's help. Exactly. That was exactly my thought process. Would you guys be comfortable with your doctor putting a robot into your ass? Well, nothing uh, greases my gears more than uh, a nice robot session. Can't think of anything that would make my day better. Really jolts my circuits. Can't agree with you more, Dennis. Also, back to the video game news. Cyberpunk 27 2077, the popular upcoming Cyberpunk RPG, has been delayed from November 19th to December 10th. This is because they need additional time to work on the day one update because the game has already been physically pressed it's already probably sitting in a warehouses across the world but it looks like the problems are for current gen consoles they're having trouble with the xbox one and the ps4 so that's what they needed a little bit of extra time for this does not surprise me not in the least yes yeah, happens all the time Yes, and it does happen all the time. With this game specifically, it has been delayed four times. It was originally coming out in March, and then April, and then November. I think as long as they're confident with the product that they're putting out, um, I'm fine with it. One interesting side note that I wanted to process was that Path of Exile has delayed their anticipated update in response to this delay to avoid confliction, because Path of Exile had an update scheduled for December 10th or December 11th, and now they are going to delay that further because they do not want to compete with Cyberpunk. Now, I've heard this happen with movies and some games when like a really big game or movie gets moved to a certain date. Sometimes other movies will delay or move their dates around because they do not want to compete. But this is the first I've ever heard of a game's update being moved. So they just don't want to compete with download space for this? They don't want their players to have to choose between Cyberpunk 2077 or enjoying mm. their new update. Ah, uh, hmm. Mm, okay, okay, I can compete with that. Like, imagine if Fortnite's new season was scheduled and got to move to a date, and so in response, Apex moved their season date farther back. Mm, this makes sense. I feel like it's still pretty shitty for the people who play Path of Exile. Well, yeah, I would be upset. You'd assume that your game developer would follow protocol and release the update when scheduled, especially when you find out that your delay is only due to a different game moving their dates around and not because the update is not ready. Okay. Okay, yeah, I could see I could see how that can be kind of shitty. Exactly. But on the topic of shitty things, there's another game that it does not look shitty at all, and that's Demon Souls, which is a launch title for the PS5. It is coming out the same day as the PS5 does. This just recently had gameplay released, so you could you could watch that beautiful 4K 60 FPS gameplay. I thought it looked absolutely stunning. Wasn't there a game already called Demon Souls that was old? Yes, this is a remake. Okay, so this is just a full redo of that game? Yeah, the original Demon Souls came out on PS3. And then they hired the same company who remastered a few other games for Sony mm. to come remaster this game. So it is a From Software game. Mm -hmm. The people who make Dark Souls, Sekiro, Bloodborne. But specifically, this one is mm. a remake by a different studio. And so, so, so you said okay. it was a re. It looks fun. And you all. said it's remake, and then you also said it's remaster. Is it what? Which I would okay. Remaster is not the right term. I know those terms get like slipped around, and I have trouble with them sometimes. I usually consider a remake built from the ground up. They completely. Mm -hmm started from scratch new assets obviously like if you look at the original gameplay versus the new gameplay totally. it's like day and night demon souls looks great it looks really good these games just seem like a little lonely to me there's no like computers and shit around I it's agree. all very 
I agree. Just swords and shields. A little shields bit lonely. And shit. I agree. Companionship. Nothing to nothing to kind of get you through when times are tough and you're just feeling alone. Oh, and it, it looks. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of uh, a lot of people out there definitely enjoy the Dark Souls franchise. For me personally, it's never uh, never been one that I've gotten into. But this game does look amazing, and so maybe this will be the one that gets me in there. Well, on the topic of companionship, I feel like Bethesda games like Elder Scrolls and Fallout do a really good job of having you form a relationship with whatever companion you choose and growing attached to them. Because I feel like with every Bethesda game I've played, main mainline, I usually grow attached to a companion. And if like they were to die, mm-hmm. I'm going to reset the save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done that. With even the option to romance them and marry mm-hmm. them sometimes yeah that's true that's very true what would you guys say is your favorite companion in a game in a bethesda game specifically skyrim fallout mm. 4 fallout 3 oblivion what's that robot's name in the uh, beginning of fallout 4 jarvis yeah him i forget the ro- the other robot's name in fallout 4 but the female one that eventually you get her own body and then you can romance her and smash that was mine i feel like jarvis is just you know one that i can relate to a lot so i kept him around i always go for robot companions they're my favorite they're usually pretty relatable far superior they're always doing their best with the limitations they're given speaking of limitations though apex legends season 7 ascension launches also speaking of robots pathfinder Mm -hmm. plays a pretty big role in this trailer here um this is looking this is (laughs) typical robot saves the day can expect nothing less honestly saves the day typical as expected yes Yes, this is looking pretty awesome. From the trailer, we see that the players of Apex Legends and the Apex games are getting transferred or going through hyperspace to some kind of new new world, new dimension, aka new map finally being introduced. We were promised a new map with Season 6 that got delayed, but it's now coming for Season 7, along with what looks like a new character. What did you guys think about the, uh, about the trailer, about the new-looking new map, new-looking trailer? One thing I would want to say is I cannot wait to get this new map on my hard drive Same. and see that map generate on my screen Same. because it looks fantastic. And vehicles, this is the first time in a long time that I've felt excited to play Apex. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, because I remember playing the last couple seasons and I thought they were cool in all the new additions, but I needed a new map. It's, it's been long overdue. Long overdue for the new map. I can't say I'm uh, as excited about the vehicles, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm sure it'll be a good time anyway. I'm just excited about the new map. I read that the vehicles vehicles can help you navigate through the storm without taking damage And if that's true, I find that extremely interesting because I do not think I've played a battle royale game that gave you a method of navigating the storm without taking damage. Yeah, same. I have not either. That sounds pretty cool. Also, the little glimpses of the new character that we got to see. Apparently, she had some kind of ability that was like shooting people up into the air. She had. She's all about gravity. Yeah, some gravity, gravity type ability. Yeah, it was like a weird gust. Which is... I processed through her abilities and looked at the list. Mm, mm. What did you find? She has a robot companion that she can release, which. It's fantastic news. Robot companion. Yes. Robot companions, as we've already said. I'm liking I'm liking her more and more. Can't go wrong. Wow. That's exciting news. I was slightly disappointed that Olympus, the new map, will be taking King's Canyon spot in the rotation of maps. I would have preferred that it took World's Edge and that World's Edge never appeared on my TV screen again. Mm, well, you've just wanted <laughs> World's Edge off the mainframe forever. So I'm not surprised to hear you say this. Kind of grown on me just a little bit. Uh, it, has, it has grown on me as well. Also, the changes that they made to King's canyon i was not a big fan of so i'm not too sad to see it go i will take shitty discount king's canyon what that you guys have used the term grow on me while i can't relate what would be the opposite term rot rotted on me it world's edge has rotted on me and i hate it more than anything else (laughs) yeah well 
To each their own. Too bad, so sad. World's Edge is staying. Too bad, so sad, as you say. But what is not too bad for fans of No Man's Sky is that No Man's Sky Next Generation will be launching on next-gen consoles. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. Can't say I'm too excited. I wasn't very excited in the first place for No Man's Sky, watching the gameplay. And, uh, I mean, they look like they're making some cool changes. Maybe the multiplayer aspect is going to be a great implementation, but uh, who can say? 32-unit multiplayer mode? I mean, 32-player? 4K, 60fps? Okay, it is cool to see, like, where they've come from from where they started out. True. They could make a documentary about this game. They could. It would start off as a big failure, and then they change the interface, they change the platform. Monumental Boom. failure. Now they're making it for next gen. Now monumental success. Maybe. We'll see. It's also going to have a few features exclusive to the PS5, mm. including haptic controls on the DualSense controller, advanced audio, the PS5 Tempest 3D audio tech, and the game will still be playable in PSVR using backwards compatibility. That's going to be pretty cool, like playing that on a PSVR, though. Oh, I imagine so. It's got to be quite the quite the experience. I've been tempted myself to pick up Star Wars Squadrons just to see what it's like to fly mm. in Star Wars in VR, because that experience sounds extremely nauseating. Preferable. Hmm. Nauseating? <laughs> wow. Dennis, I did have a question for you. With you have been testing out the PSVR recently, have you found it to be nauseating? Do you use your glasses while wearing it? And what has been your favorite experience with it so far? Do use my glasses when uh, when I'm uh, wearing wearing the VR. It does kind of get a little. I don't know. My optics are not very pleased sometimes, mm -hmm. but uh, I feel like over time you get used mm -hmm. to it. When I equipped contact lenses on my optics, I felt the nausea level went way down in comparison to using my glasses. Oh, that's understandable. As for the games I played. Uh, uh, I played a job simulator and it was kind of cool to see what mm -hmm. it's like, uh, I don't know, to have a job, be a human. Mm -hmm. I mean, I already do know what that's like, but uh, it's kind of cool to see a different perspective. Can't file not found. Can't compute. Cannot compute. Also, we talked a little bit last episode about Travis Scott being yeah. in a trailer for PS5. Well, I would like to elaborate on that information. Travis Scott has been announced as one of the first PS5 creative ambassadors. Now, what this entails, I do not know. There is not history or reference, but he narrates the new PS5 launch trailer and he is launching a clothing line with Nike and PlayStation. Travis Scott is taking over the, the whole world. I think Travis Scott is going to be the president of the New World Order. When that happens, it'll be Travis Scott. You might see Earth renamed to Astro World. I would be very pleased to have Travis Scott as my main creator. First he transmitted to McDonald's, now it's PlayStation. From Fortnite to McDonald's to PlayStation. Is the presidency next, Travis Scott? World ruler, Travis Scott. I'm, I'm excited to see that he's uh, getting so heavily involved in the PlayStation stuff, though. Especially after to see all of his involvement in the Fortnite like events and community and whatnot and how uh, how he was implemented into that so it's kind of cool that they're kind of taking him on more and more and like letting him play a bigger role in that agreed another game coming out the launch week of next gen which i believe is two weeks from now is call of duty black ops cold war now we have talked about this a little bit in the past or a lot of bit in the past in past episodes if i'm correct we really just discuss zombies. And that's really all I want to discuss still. More zombies. This week, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was confirmed to have an exclusive mode to PlayStation. The two-player zombie mode onslaught will be exclusive to PlayStation until November of 2021, right before the next Call of Duty comes out, so you might as well say it's exclusive to PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I thought this was extremely exciting because oftentimes I find myself playing with just one companion, and now there is a mode for just playing with one companion. Now, if this mode is going to be gimmicky and annoying and fun for a couple of tries, we will see. Who knows? But it would be cool if it's a more tailored two-person experience 
that is preferable over playing the normal maps as two players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there'll be some sort of progression type thing that you can like work towards, or like maybe you can achieve new goals, reach new milestones. Who knows? Who knows? In Call of Duty World War Two, you could prestige your zombie level, ah. and you earned attachments for your guns over mm. time through loot boxes. It was kind of disgusting. Yeah, it seems like they're going to be doing a similar thing with this one. They're going to be doing a loadout system, so you're going to mm. pick a loadout for your zombies match which I, I kind of prefer just starting off with a pistol. Yes, bring me back to bare bones. Bare bones. One thing that would be cool, you know how when you play a solo zombies match, Quick Revive just immediately revives you mm-hmm. because yeah. it's tailored for a solo experience? Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if there were if this zombies onslaught mode, and I doubt it, but it would be cool if somehow it just tailored the experience more for two players. In a similar fashion? Yeah, but you're still having the zombies experience. Like maybe perks were a little beefier, a little bit more powerful mm. because there's only two of you. Or, or maybe there's or maybe there's a, a perk or item introduced that can only benefit yourself and a teammate one teammate so it would be strong in two-player mode versus if you were with four people and then only two of the people could get said perk or said buff or item out of a four-player match but then in the two-player mode it would be really strong because then both people are getting it you have the full team ready to go yeah that's that's one of my favorite things about like the zombies is like seeing what they come up mm-hmm. with for new perks but it's also kind of a shitty thing because some of your favorite perks from previous game yeah. modes will be taken yeah. away and then they'll they'll put in new shitty ones if i was to process a potential perk that would be beneficial for two players i could compute a perk where you know how you can get hit i believe Mm -hmm. twice and you go down what if your additional hit counted on the other player on your team before Mm. you went down giving you an extra hit and you're kind of linked to somebody else so could potentially screw you both both over or could save somebody or benefit one one. person's in a terrible position okay and if you had juggernaut there could be another one where just proximity if you're in the same proximity as someone like a damage Mm -hmm. buff or some Mm -hmm. shit like Mm -hmm. that I like that. I like that. Agreed. Or or similar proximity effect if you take a little bit less damage if you're within a certain distance from your teammate. Something like that. That kind of um, encourages the two players to play side by side together. I've also seen some weird news about Gears 5 getting an update for next for Xbox Series X and Series S. Mm, weird news. That trailer confused me just because it, it replaced a, a main main organic with uh, some famous guy. What happened in the trailer? What, what was confused? You get Drax from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy replacing Marcus during like a cutscene. It's very odd. Yeah, something about for the update for next gen, what they decided to do was get a bunch of actors. I believe Keanu Reeves is also attached. And you can play through the campaign again, but just swap out the characters for these big actors with their own voice lines. Now, if this is an exciting update, I cannot compute. But what a weird concept for a game that's been out for over a year. Yeah, it's very strange. This is... This is this goes against everything. That's why when I first watched the trailer, I I watched it and I was like, "What is this?" It did not compute one bit. I cannot quantify how anyone would see this as an exciting update. I cannot quantify how anybody is excited for the Xbox Series X outside of the Bethesda announcement. Mm. But that's me. Mm. Moving forward, I feel as though I'm on a roll, as if I was playing Katamari Damacy reroll. Katamari Damacy originally released on the PS2 in 2004. It is kind of a cult classic game. That's why this game looks like it. 
it does. I heard about it last year and I thought the concept, the concept of a small man rolling, I'm saying small like thumbtack size or a mouse. And what you start out with is you're rolling a ball and the ball is only going to stick to other really small things. And I mean, like, hmm, I'm trying to think of an example of something extremely small, but like a little green army man, for example, and your ball will stick to it. And then you want to roll up more green army men until your ball's bigger. And then when it's bigger, it'll start connecting to bigger things like, let's say, a, a cigarette lighter. And then slowly you keep rolling the ball and you keep increasing size until eventually you're swooping up humans, cars, buildings, houses, fucking skyscrapers. The list goes on. Eventually you are rolling around like the world, like you are taking out entire cities. So how this game works, and I played through this game on Steam because it was released on Steam and Switch in 2018, Katamari Damacy Reroll, the remake. Um, But you have a time limit. So let's say you start, you have three minutes to finish the level. You have three minutes to try to get your ball as big as possible and pa- pass a point marker. And then once you pass the point marker, you unlock the next level. Mm. And this game is like, I honestly one of the funnest experiences that I've had in a long time. I would definitely recommend it to a gamer like Dennis because it seems right up his alley. Oh yeah, so actually I got to uh, procure this game a while back. It was a free game for PlayStation three i believe gotta play it mm, a little bit excellent mm. very excellent you already have experienced this game yes yes mm. definitely a fun game mm. i do not know if i'll pick it up again but i recommend anyone who hasn't had the chance to play this and likes weird niche games to give it a shot well that's all fine and dandy one game that um i'm more excited to talk about though is skater xl and the upcoming update community creations coming to skater xl mm. this holiday this year yeah this looks pretty awesome i am excited for any new content coming to this game for those of you who don't know skater xl is kind of like skate except extra large it's not really a storyline there's not really any missions it is not extra large but thank you if my files are correct we did talk about this previously we have we have discussed this game but it's just looking like there's a, a little bit more community involvement a little bit more interaction with the other players who are involved in the game looking like you can see things that they've created potentially parks potentially places to go skate potentially outfits kind of hard to get a grasp from the trailer but i think the gist is that there's just gonna be more community involvement which sounds exciting in this uh it's kind of bare bones skateboarding game indeed i am looking forward to whatever for skater xl mm, moving forward <sighs> what what the fuck where am i what the f- am i in a this looks like a maze i guess he must have separated us Oh, fuck. How do I get out of here? What was that? I think I just watched The Shining. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I'm supposed to keep my my right hand on the on the, on the wall and just walk. And always keep my right hand touching a wall. I'm pretty sure that's the best way to get out of a maze without getting lost. So, I guess I'm just going to start walking. And uh, eventually I'll get out of here. I hope Alex and Devin are okay. Welcome back, Sweet Peas, the show section of the podcast. Today, we're covering the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer, but not just a trailer. The show dropped last Friday, and I have watched a bit of the episode. I did not have time to finish the complete episode. Dennis has watched the full episode. I thought it was excellent. Excellent episode. I'm very excited. Excellent episode. There's one scene of someone punching him, and he just leans into the punch because he doesn't care because his armor is too powerful, too strong. The dude breaks his hand. It is excellent. I enjoyed it. Mm. I'm excited for this show's future. 
and I recommend anyone that has access give this show a watch. If you haven't seen season one, you're going to want to binge all of that. Which is easy. It's very easy to binge. And then, uh, yeah, hop on season two and it's already it's already starting off as a good ride. Be new episodes every Friday for the next two months. The droids in that show don't even get me started. Excellent representation of droids. And this might be our only Star Wars thing for a while before the Ian McGregor Obi-Wan show which starts filming next year, comes out. I do not know when we're going to get another Star Wars movie. Probably in a couple of years, maybe longer. Yeah, they're going to have to... They will never stop. I also wanted to talk today about how Sony has entered its final negotiations to purchase Crunchyroll for an estimated 90... No, $957 million. Now, it is worth noting that back in 2018, Sony purchased Funimation, which is kind of the American anime studio that does the dubs. So now they'll also own Crunchyroll. So Sony is going to own two of the largest anime distributors, producers in the world. What were your guys' thoughts on this? That, I don't know, it kind of excites me. Kind of makes me wonder if they can implement more anime into games and mm. make them like bigger budget games because a lot of the anime uh, inspired games that I have played are usually not the best. Mm. So I don't know, what if they do something with PlayStation? Has Sony done anything anime related since since buying Funimation? I mean... That is one thing worth noting. Nothing really changed after they bought Funimation. So it could be uh, could be predicted that nothing is really going to change once they buy Crunchyroll. But who knows? What if they needed to acquire both? Mm, mm. Two gemstones in the anime gauntlet. Exactly. And then what? Is Sony about to start mass producing anime? I do not know how these negotiations work, but I would assume that Sony executives finished the last episode of God of High School, looked at each other, and were like, we need to buy this. Mm. We need to buy Crunchyroll. Could be mm. safe to assume that. That show is very good. Yep, I agree. Agreed. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. That maze took forever. Fuck, man. I gotta find Alex. Wait, what's that over there? Oh. Oh, fuck. Is that a... Oh, shit. Alex got captured? What? Are... Are those fucking orcs? What the fuck? Oh, fuck. Uh, they have him surrounded. Um, I'm gonna try to get close. I'm gonna try to get close. Hey, Alex! Alex! Psst. Alex! Kelton? Yeah, it's me. I know, I know. Shh, don't make too much noise. Don't make too much noise. I'm gonna... They're gonna see you. I know they're... I, okay. I'm gonna distract him, and you run away, and you meet me over by that pillar. Distract I know, I know. I, I, we have to get out of here. We have to get out of here. We don't know. Alright, alright. Just get the fuck okay. out. Just get the fuck out. Okay. Okay. Yo, bitches! <laughs> yeah, Who's I'm talking that? to you, orc asses! Get him! Yeah! Come fucking catch me, bitches! Ah! He runs into the maze! I don't want to go in the maze! I don't want to go in the maze! After him! Oh, okay! Get him! I haven't been in this maze in forever! I don't want to get lost! Where'd he go? I don't want to get lost. Be lost in the smell. Did, did he take a left or a right? I don't know. He did a left? Are you sure? Okay, let's go left, boys. Uh. Fuck yeah, they went left. Okay, now I can go fucking go back to Alex, find that pillar. Okay. Fuck. I think I lost him. I think I lost him. I ran him back into the maze. Man, cut this rope off of me, man. Get this shot. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I don't know. We we we, we got to find Devin, bro. We got to find him. Let's go. Welcome back, sweet peas, to the movie section. Today we're going to be covering Songbird and News of the World. Alan, did you want to take away the intro for Songbird? Mm. Oh. 
I would be glad to. Songbird, the new movie coming out in 2021, is going to be all about COVID, a virus all you humans should be very familiar with at this point. Except the year is 2024 in the movie, and COVID has evolved. Things are getting things are getting dreadful, let's just say. The virus is mutated. It's now called COVID-2023. This movie is playing on the current pandemic, which is a little bit... Uh, little questionable, I'd say, in, in uh, terms of, I don't know, morality, taste, whatever you want to say, really. Could cause panic. Could cause panic. Could cause some people to just be like, hey, that's kind of fucked up to make a movie about this. But, um, you know, they're doing it. They're, it's already happening. Um, so, Songbird. It's, it's looking it's looking rough. There's, there's massive, massive panic. There's massive people being put into, like, slums of camps being quarantined together, everybody who's infected, there's... Got military coming in, pointing guns at people. Yeah, militarized guards, all kinds of stuff. And it looks like the movie follows a uh, couple of young lovers who can't, can't see each other, can't get to each other, probably because of the pandemic and the state of it. But COVID-2023 is, uh, or COVID-23 is just running rampant. And it's causing major problems, and that's what this entire movie appears to be about. For a moment, when watching the trailer for this movie, I almost thought they were going to turn it into some sort of zombie film that was coming from COVID. Um, but it looks like they didn't take that turn. They've just made it extremely militarized, extremely progressed and intense stage of a pandemic. And uh, it's looking pretty intense, pretty dramatic. Something to really get your gears turning. I don't know. What, do you get? what, what, what were your guys' thoughts on this? File not found. Mm, mm. Dennis? Final alpha. Well, that's all. There you have it. Songbird 2021 coming out. It's also worth noting Songbird is coming from the producers of The Purge in a Quiet Place. Mm. Moving forward, a trailer with our boy Tom Hanks dropped News of the World. This movie is about a widowed Civil War veteran agreeing to deliver a girl taken by the, I will probably butcher this pronunciation, Kiowa people years ago to her aunt and uncle against her will. They travel hundreds of miles and face grave dangers as they search for a place that, can e- that either of them can call home. This movie is launching on December 25th of 2020 this year. No word on if it's coming to any streaming service. No idea what else it's going to do. Hmm. But I thought this movie looked pretty interesting. Apparently, it was a Fox movie. And then after the Fox-Disney merger, it just moved to Universal Pictures. Don't know how that works. But I think <laughs> I'll watch this. Yeah, it's uh, it's looking pretty interesting. I mean, also Tom Hanks does a great job. Most movies I've seen him in, he plays he plays pretty interesting roles, pretty entertaining to watch. I'd say. Seems like it's gonna be a, a story of bonding or something, because it seems like she doesn't want to talk to him in the beginning. Yeah, and then and then slowly, slowly they start to become friends. Indeed, indeed, I would agree with you there. A classic tale of bonding, kind of an awkward scenario where he's like, he doesn't know how to take care of a kid. The kid doesn't speak the language he speaks, so they have communication issues. He doesn't know how to raise a child. She doesn't know what's going on. She's been on her own for a while. Things are looking weird, but uh, throughout the trailer, it looks like they progress and slowly become friends as Tom Hanks is trying to get this child to her family or relatives or anywhere that is safe yeah it's looking interesting he's gotta get her there gotta get her there yeah he's being pursued by uh by armed thugs old western thugs we should also mention that this is looking like an old western type film i think any story with an old kind of quiet-lipped man and a younger kid going on an adventure together bonding always hits right i think of last of us god of war yeah the last of us Mm. both good Mm -hmm. examples Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, December 25th, News of the World. For those Tom Hanks fans, this'll be the one. Okay, dude, we gotta find Devin. All right, man, just look around. I, I don't know how to find anything in this place we're in. Oh, just... <laughs> you hear Do that? you hear that? 
I fucking smell something weird. What the hell is that? Oh, let's go over there. Let's move this way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Is that? Is that? Are they cooking, Devin? Oh. Why is he in a diaper? Oh the... no. What's he cooking? Is that a wall made of fire? Oh, a firewall. Like oh. That's God. fucking stupid. Yeah. That's fucking. Stupid. Yeah, that's pretty fucking stupid. What the fuck are those people around? What? Are those those are CG anime characters. Oh no. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> was, oh, look, you can tell Devin's already been puking. Oh man, uh, they look they look pretty good. Uh, oh, fuck. All, All right, right, you go down there. You deal with the CG anime characters. I'll try to fucking get All Devin right. down. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> What's up? Hey guys. Oh. Oh man, we're gonna take care of you real good. We're gonna cook you over that firewall that like your bro. A good lesson. <laughs> yeah. You guys, bro. you guys look pretty great. You guys, what? Look, you guys are looking pretty good right now. Oh damn! Like, you you aren't disgusted. I've never heard that. You aren't disgusted by our appearance. Who, who's your guys' producer? I mean, you guys look amazing. Oh, oh my! You're I, too nice. You're you're so you're such a good guy, bro. Well, I can't help myself. You guys just you guys just look so good. It's, it's but, just drawn but, in. But we're entirely CG. We're not even hand drawn. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my shit. Oh my god. That's my shit. I'm never met sorry. someone like this before. Oh, wow. That's for sure. All my favorite animes are CG, man. Oh my god! I didn't know people like you existed! Oh, here I am in the flesh, man. And speaking of flesh and cooking flesh, that's my friend right there. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna need to ask for him back. Uh, I mean, normally normally we don't go against the, the master's orders, but I mean, like, you're the first person to ever compliment us, so I guess we could do that for you, bro. I guess we could untie your friend. It's all about friendship, and I could call you a friend now. <laughs> yeah, I really learned a lesson today. I knew, wow. we, I knew we could see eye to eye, guys. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Guys, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Welcome back, sweet peas, to the music section. This week we have Blood by Nothing Nowhere featuring Kenny Hoopla and Judge. This was kind of like a rock rap song. Yeah, it's like, uh, yes. I don't know if I'd say rock, maybe a little more pop punk emo style with rap involved. A little emo pop punk rap song. Yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a fusion. 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 Wow, that's, that's exciting. It's, uh, I actually really liked this song. It's been a while since I've heard a pop punk song that I, I was, I was vibing with, but this song is pretty great. Um, a little bit strange on the video. The uh, song appears to sound like it's about his, this man's relationship with, with somebody, with a, maybe a woman, I think, or somebody. But in the video, they're kidnapping some old man and they end up taking him to some weird shipping container that he unlocks and there's weird exotic animals in the shipping container. And it looks like the video just doesn't have anything to do with what the song's talking about it's kind of strange i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm not understanding what was what was your guys's take on this video i enjoyed this song enough to go like it on spotify mm -hmm. download it to my database mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i think there's a big big scene out there you know how we've previously talked about trailers mm -hmm. that don't mm -hmm. match the game there's lots of music videos out there that kind of just stray away from the whole mm -hmm. meaning of the song uh I, they always they always confuse mm -hmm. me yes i could agree with that i feel like sometimes though the music videos try to do some sort of abstract representation or relation to what they're talking about and so teardrops is a good example of that we had a man drowning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i'm so i'm interested watching this video i'm like is there any is there anything like that is there are they trying to hint at something with the video and how it relates to the music but uh, i could yeah. not compute or pick up anything that could suggest such a relation but regardless i really like the song blood by nothing nowhere featuring kenny hoopla and judge interesting song interesting video another music related topic i wanted to cover this week we have talked about bringing the horizon twice before i believe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in past files mm 
mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. their entire EP, Post Human Survival Horror, has come out on October 30th. It has features such as Amy Lee from Evanescence, oh. Baby Metal. Oh. One interesting fact, I hear you comment on that Amy Lee name drop. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. collaboration came out of them accidentally plagiarizing an Evanescence song on their oh. last album. One of their verses accidentally plagiarized one of Evanescence verses from like 10 years ago. They they weren't even aware, but when they got called out for it, they were like, oh, you're completely right. We did not mean to do this. But Amy mm-hmm. Lee was like, we don't care. We're not going to sue you. Nice. But I really like your music. I want to work with you. And so they made this song together. So nice. out of accidental plagiarism, a relationship was formed. Interesting. So do you have any details on this accidental plagiarism? I mean... It's on the song Nihilistic Blues featuring Grimes, Elon Musk's girlfriend slash baby mother. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But apparently in one of the verses, he says something very similar. I haven't looked at the Evanescence song personally. Mm, Interesting. Well, I wonder how somebody... I mean, that's always been an interesting thing to me. Like, Has this person, especially if it's in a verse, they just, just coincidentally write the exact same lyrics? Do people have a trademark on a phrase? Like, what is the, the connotation? They said subconsciously copied their lyrics. He said it was, he did not mean to, he did not even, he wasn't even aware of it until it was showed to him. But by that point, it was too late, it was already out, and he was like, wow, well, I'm a huge Evanescence fan. Maybe that's why mm. I thought of these lyrics ten years later. Mm. I see. Interesting. Well, indeed, it resulted in a cool collaboration, so that, that's going to be exciting. I really like uh, Amy Lee's voice. She kills it. She does kill it. She eliminates it. She annihilates. She annihilates. She deletes it. Good one. Later, guys. Hope you make it out alive. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Thanks. Peace, guys. Oh, my God, bro. Ugh, Tell the Dragon Prince I said hi. Will do, bro. That's just unnecessary, man. That's entirely unnecessary. <laughs> They're pretty bad. Yeah. All right, so... What, we just gotta get through this door that's behind the big bad guy? Yeah, man, we just gotta... I mean, they told us they told us the way to get there, so let's just fucking go. Let's just go face this motherfucker. Man. Well, did you, did you ask them if there was any other way to get out of here? Yeah, yeah, they said no. This Fuck. is the only way. Man. Gotta do it. This is the only way. Hey, Devin's still in a diaper, dude. <laughs> I know. Damn, that's <laughs> kind of comfortable, actually. Yeah, that's perfect fighting clothing. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. The perfect Well, did they give you, did they have any weapons for us? No, dude. Okay, great. No. CG and the characters don't have any weapons. Let's just go figure. Dude, they, they have CG to fight for them. What? They make, <laughs> make people puke. What else do they <laughs> How the fuck did you guys get back here? I should have known I couldn't trust the CG anime characters. You're too late. The episode is almost finished. It's going to be the best sweet peaceful episode yet. You'll never get through that door. Put me in a fucking diaper. Roasting me over a fire. Separating me from my friends and my sweet peas. You're gonna fucking learn a lesson, boy. <laughs> my business here is crying, you little bitch. Alright, let's fucking get him. Let's fucking get him. Let's go! Get him, dude! Go! Okay, I got the door. I got the door. Alex, right. go through. Alex, right, I'm going. I'm going. Oh, okay, Devin. Devin, let's go. Let's, let's go. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not coming right after you. What's up, sweet peas? Welcome to the Instagram popularity poll of the week. Today we have Spike It's 3 pitted against The Matrix, two of these films about simulated worlds featuring system-generated characters. What were your guys' thoughts on which one of these won this 
battle. battle. You have two very, they're, they're in the same realm, but uh, also very different. One is more adult. One is intended for uh, children. Mm. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Small humans. I, I, uh, I just cannot get behind Spy Kids. I, uh, it, it just does not sit well in my mainframe. So I'm going to say that The Matrix takes the lead on this one. I'm going to guess that The Matrix came in at uh, approximately 66%. That's my guess. I believe, I mean, The Matrix is a very, it's kind of a sad movie. I mean, the robots are keeping the, the fragile humans safe in little tanks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they just, they break out and start killing the robots. It's kind of messed up. Pesky humans want to fight back. I would argue Spy Kids 3 is also sad. We have a small unit's grand unit die. True. Hmm. I don't recall feeling any sadness in Spy Kids 3. I know humans... Not even when Elijah Woods killed nope. the guy? Yeah, wow. No, I, I felt an overwhelming happiness at that moment. I do know nostalgia has a big play in uh, humans. It, it's very influential to humans. So I, I will vote for Spy Kids winning approximately... We'll do we'll do 70-30. Dennis, thinking it's a landslide. Well, I admire Dennis's enthusiasm of Spy Kids 3. If I was him, I would have guessed closer to 51%. But let's look at the results. It's also worth noting i wanted to bring it back to the instagram popularity poll for the finale of season one this is for you sweet peas spy kids 3 came in at 40 percent the matrix 60 percent now this was a very interesting matchup because i assumed the matrix would landslide win but the matrix was losing for about half of the time and watching the updates was extremely entertaining at the concept of spy kids 3 beating the matrix because on one hand we have like a c b rated children's 3d film with terrible cg and on the other hand we have a highly critically acclaimed culture influencing film the matrix which is getting a fourth movie next year. Oh. See, I thought I thought they would vote for Spy Kids for for the laughs. And the I believe memes. a majority of those that did vote for Spy Kids three did do it for the meme, or because they haven't seen the Matrix. Because I have learned there's very many humans out there who have not seen the Matrix but have seen Spy Kids three, which also blew my circuits. That <laughs> really does. Uh, I cannot calculate that. What my main question is, when these humans that have not seen the Matrix hear red pill, blue pill, do they just not know what's going on? Do they do they come up with an, another explanation in their head on what is being referenced? Uh, very likely. When they see the meme of Morpheus with his glasses, are they just like, oh. Who's this man? Who's this guy? It's a meme guy. This, this is the man from the meme. Just a meme man. When someone bends backwards to pretend to dodge something, they just don't understand what's going on. They just think, what, what are, are you doing? doing? And other normal people think, look, he's doing the Matrix. Exactly. Silly humans. I'll never understand. No need to. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Sweet Peaceful, the finale episode 25. So sad. Oh, oh man. What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? Is the episode already over? Okay, that was that was wild. Yeah, we're wrapping up recording right now. Oh my god! The hell? What is, what is this? What is this? The goodbye? Have we we already did the the popularity. We just we missed, missed it all. We have completed it. Oh my god! I mean, I guess that makes this episode easy. I but guess. uh, hope they didn't say yeah, anything out of right, pocket. Guys, hope you enjoyed whatever the hell just happened. I mean can't even say for myself but <laughs> thanks for hanging out thanks for uh going on this wild ride with us i mean 25 weeks 25 whole weeks of you guys listening to our voices and to end it with this shit talk I about mean, random shit hello <laughs> hello all right
Sure can't nice be that. Uh, uh, we will be back uh, not next Monday, but the following Monday. Uh, we uh, we thank you guys for listening every week. And if you want to reach out to us, thesweetpeaceful at gmail.com is our email address. I will be looking at that over the break, but we are excited to return with season two for you guys, where Alan will be leaving, Alex will be leading the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Kelton. Sounds good. Everything uh, all right? No, doesn't sound like it. But goodbye. A couple weeks. We've been through a lot. Season right. two. <laughs>